Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Power Blazers podcast. I'm your co-host, Katie Fisher. And I'm your co-host, Kate Rafferty. Katie. Yes. I gave you some homework this week. Did you do it? I did not. Did the dog eat your homework? This is, you know, very (laughs) out of character for me. I was always a studious um, student back in the day, but... Yeah, this just hit me um, when we sat down to record this that I did not watch that show you told me to watch. I, as you know, I was out of town, very yep. distracted by yeah, you had a wedding, family wedding festivities. Yeah. Um, but hey, I did start watching another show you told me to watch. So I'm one for there two. You there you go. Uh, I started Bridgerton season two. <sighs> that is really good, though. I mean, it's not the second season is not as good as the first, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm still into it though. Yeah, definitely I haven't finished still, it, but I'm into it. Yeah, I'm still into it. Um, but I will say that Bridges to you, you know, it's in the same vein as okay. the homework you had, I think, because they're all. What was the name of the show again? It's called The Principles of Pleasure. So I was, I wanted you to watch it okay. because my mind was frankly just completely blown by the show on Netflix. If you haven't watched it and you're a woman out there, do yourself a favor. Maybe I just am from like Cincinnati, Ohio and don't know anything about life, but you know, I got a lot out of it. It's about like the female anatomy, female sexuality. Um, I've talked to a couple of different women who have watched it and they had similar reactions where you're just like, didn't know a lot of these things about myself. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, uh, it was, a uh, an awakening, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say rude awakening, but that seems bad. Negative. Um, that seems negative. Yeah. And I, <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so you should definitely check it out though. Cause it is interesting and it even reframed about like, I'm like, we need to like talk about sex education in this country. Well, no, I definitely want to watch this because not only like the sex education portion, which I do believe needs a revamp from what I remember from gym class back yeah. in the early circa day 2000s. Um, <laughs> just still don't know much. Some um, old white male just like throwing a textbook oh, at you. That was my experience. Weird videos they yeah. made us watch. Uh, but I think the anatomy piece you're talking about, I feel like I am so sheltered, which I never took Yeah, you know, my own initiative to go research about the body. But as a female who now has many friends who have gone through childbirth, mm-hmm. the process of trying to have a child, ups and downs in that space. I feel like I have learned so much about the female body from oh, yeah. that stage of life. Same. And I'm like, why didn't anybody talk about this? <laughs> right? Where did like, that come from? Nobody's talking about this. Well, it's not really your fault because not to spoil the show too much, but there's a part in the show where they talk about a very important piece of the female anatomy um, that we all know and love. And it was not, it was like in textbooks and then it was removed uh, for a very long time. So... It's not our fault. But it's basically, it's is it back in textbooks yeah, now. It's back now. But I mean, I think it was like the 2000s, if I understood the show right. Like it was yeah. not, it was not like 20 years ago. And this ties into two other pop culture things that I have read about or watched recently. So one is Minx, which we have yes. our guest today. Oh my gosh. I'm so pumped. Jessica Lowe is our interview guest. Bambi on the new show, HBO Max, Minx incredible uh that show if you have not been watching it uh all about the a feminist movement but tied to coming through a erotic magazine for women the first so ever and like that show really hits on uh, like things of that nature and that was what the 70s when yeah. that was hit yeah uh and then the other thing is well let me go back to in minks i think they quote how many 
porn magazines were out there for men at the time. Yeah. And it was something crazy. Outrageous. Yeah. High double digit number. And, um, and that's when they were starting to put together this first one to deliver feminist theory, like yeah. heavy articles, but also in the form you of, know. you know, some good looking packages. Yeah. You got to have a good Unintended. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then the other thing that pops in my head around this topic is uh, Cindy Eckert. I had listened to her interview. Yeah. She is a billionaire with a B female CEO who basically invented the pink pill, as they call it, the Viagra for women. And she had been working in the pharmaceuticals industry and had developed some some drugs and some other things. And when she focused on and realized that there was not one, one prescription or offering available for females in that sector of pharmaceuticals. And this was, to your point, like 2000s. Yeah. And it's just like the female and she kind of like in interviews and stuff I've read about her. She just kind of states like it was never studied, like yeah. the female anatomy oh, yeah. and thing. It's just, it goes un, unstudied, underdeveloped, yeah. all of that. And it's so amazing how little they know yeah. about the female body. You just assume they know all these things because of mm-hmm. modern medicine, but it's no. fascinating how much there is to learn. And I can't wait for you to watch the show because they actually talked to somebody from the pharmaceutical industry. She was working with all these big companies to help develop a female, basically a female Viagra, but it was all these men working on it with her. And she was like the only female. And basically after they spent, I think she said like billions of dollars, they like kind of figured out they were unsuccessful. Mm -hmm. I don't know enough about Cindy Eckert, but she was basically saying because of the female anatomy is so different than the males and it's so much more not only physical but mental mm-hmm. it's like a much more complicated mm. dynamic yeah um, and the men were like oh seems too hard <laughs> yeah right um, <laughs> that tracks <laughs> <laughs> on that note we are gonna pep you up as always but we're gonna keep it short and sweet i'll still give you the air horn because i mean it's tradition now you gotta let them know it's coming <laughs> pep, pep, pep. we don't want to let the fans down and not have the air horn yeah what would they do without it All right, what are we getting excited about today? We are going to pep you up on learning a little bit more about your body, embracing yourself, loving yourself, whatever that means. With all these great shows out there right now, whether it's the documentaries or Minx, it's a good time to just, you know, 2022 has provided the resources for us to learn. Exactly. You're an amazing feat of nature's engineering. It's really true. Yeah. We're so complicated, like big pharma can't figure us out. So I think we got to throw <laughs> no. the gauntlet there. Yeah. There's some like female anatomy things I swear, but my body amazes me every day when I, especially for when better I, or for worse. But yeah, some days, you know, like <laughs> when I eat, we were just talking about crystals earlier. Like when yeah. I slam a lot of crystals and then my body still exercises, it's like, thank you for getting me through this. Like yeah. just moving a little. Yeah. Statistically, we live longer than men. I think I would argue we handle stress better. So just love yourself. Love being a woman. Literally grow and birth children. Exactly. The biggest mind-boggling thing. I just still don't get it, and I did it twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> As a spectator, don't even understand how yeah. it happens, but want to learn more from that show. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> and as always, remember, you're, you're awesome. awesome. All right. It's time for the weekly hype track, Kate. Yeah. And this one's going to go on theme. We wanted to- if you do your homework assignment, what well, we told you. And you know, you might need this song. A little theme song to love yourself. Yes, exactly. And we had a few that came to mind. And then we obviously use the help of Google. We like to, you know, do some extra research. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a few we didn't even know were contenders. Yeah, exactly. Learned a lot about what some songs were actually about. Um, <laughs> and 
But when this one popped up, it was the front runner. You and I, yeah, in sync. No, we just knew no the, competition. The MTV era. If you watch TRL, you know this song. Yes. So this week's hype track is "Oops, Oh My" by Tweet featuring Missy Elliott. Probably the only hit Tweet ever had. Never heard of her again, but yeah, but very lasting happy impression. She, yeah, very happy she put this song out, and obviously it's got the Queen Missy Elliott in it. So I'm going to say the thing, and then we will cue it up. Here's the thing, and as always, we do not own this music. We do not mean to represent that we do, nor do we intend to infringe on the copyright. Man, it, a lot of high school and college memories for yes, me on that one. It's so that was on some playlists. That song is I had so some smooth. CDs burned. Oh my with gosh. that on it. Maybe played at my boyfriend's house. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. The title of the burn CD was just Oops. <laughs> Oops. Not Britney. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yep. And we will add it to our Power Blazers hype tracks on Spotify and we will post it on Wednesday so you can find it. Listeners, we are beyond honored to have with us today the incredibly talented and funny comedian and actor, Jessica Lowe. She's currently starring as Bambi in the show Minx on HBO Max, but you may know her from one of her many phenomenal roles, such as Lindy Listens on The Righteous Gemstones or Ginger in the Adam Sandler movie Blended. Jess, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. First off, we just want to say you're having an amazing year. We, yeah, your HBO Max shows right now, I mean, two so of the good. favorites I've watched yeah. all year. They're fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I say HBO and HBO Max are my daddy and my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Um, no, I've been like binge watching. I'm not caught up yet, so no spoilers. Binge watching M- Minx. It's so good. Um, and thank it fits right so in much. with our Power Blazers vibe over here. Yes. We like it. We love the, yeah, the feminist aspect of that. The writing is incredible on that show. I'm yeah. like laughing. I'm inspired one minute. It's oh, just yeah. the entertainment all around. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Ellen Rappaport is the creator and head writer. Um, and she's just, she's brilliant. Um she went to Harvard Law School and then she was a clerk at like top law firms and on the side because you have so much time when you're doing that. Right. <laughs> writing, writing scripts. And she's like sold a bunch. But then this is, I think, her first series to go to a full like get shot. So it's very exciting to be on her maiden voyage. That's yes. awesome. I mean, that's incredible. Like what a mirror to the, the story that's playing out. In the show. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love like every character in that, including yours. It's just so layered and nuanced. And like you have complicated emotions about everything you're watching in the best way. Oh, I love it so much. Oh, we could go <laughs> Thank on. Thank you day. so much. <laughs> um, well, we can get right into it. You know, we like to start off by asking our guests how they put their metaphorical blazer on and how they got to where they are today. In your case, I know you've done so much over the years. You've done improv and voiceover and obviously some incredible roles. 
I'm kind of curious within what you've done and how you've got to where you are. Do you feel like your journey has been kind of this building block linear journey or have there been a lot of starts and stops along the way? Well, I was an absolute nerd in high school. Um, Like my now husband went back with me to Albuquerque and he was like, what did you do in high school? And I was like, homework. (laughs) Um, Like if I wasn't doing homework, I was on a speech and debate trip. Like I literally, I did not really have a social life. Um, But I, I loved um, doing impressions from a very young age. I ended up at Northwestern, not as a theater major. Um, I was, I was undeclared, but they declared me a math major because I had the most <laughs> AP credits with that. That's awesome. And then on the side, I was doing um, all these improv groups and film sketch comedy and a children's theater group um, that has turned into Story Pirates out here <gasps> no, in, it in New York. <gasps> I love Story Pirates. Yes. Oh my I gosh, know, I did not know best. that. <sighs> yeah. love, I have a four-year-old. It's a frequent listen at our house. Oh my yeah. gosh. So good. Um, he, your four-year-old might know, uh, what would you, why would you do what a dog does? Oh, I don't know. Song. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. The last one we listened to was about a donut. I remember that, <laughs> that one. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I, I still was never a theater major. I transferred to like communication studies just to open it up for me. And then I knew I wanted to eventually make it to Los Angeles and, I came out here. I was a front desk bitch at an agency, just treated <laughs> treated horribly. Yeah. Um, and then I got a job working doing uh, improv and sketch comedy full time in Amsterdam. Like so, Amsterdam, I, like abroad. Like in, abroad. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Like that sounds like a dumb yeah. question. I was like, I didn't see that. I that know. was a, that was a real you know left turn. I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. Well, I was taking Groundlings and UCB classes and performing at IO. And um, once every other year, they have auditions for this group called Boom Chicago. Um, And basically, uh, I was hired for two years to do improv, like mostly short form in Amsterdam. Wow. At this place. And it was the best experience. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I definitely got my 10,000 hours. Um, We did corporate gigs all over Europe. It was fantastic experience. And then I did comedy on a cruise ship, which is a very different experience (laughs) with Second City. Um, And yeah, I've been out here since uh, now this time, since 2013. And just slowly building, trying to get bigger and bigger parts. My first break was blended with Adam Sandler and Drew Uh Barrymore. Um, And that's basically my story. So I guess... It's sort of like a meandering path to get where Mm -hmm. I am now. Yeah. But like everything kept like hammering me towards like one direction. Yeah. I'd say. Um, But yeah, it's been like no, no complaints. No notes. No (laughs) notes. No notes. No changes. Yeah. I love it. None from the fan base here. Killing it. (laughs) Do you feel like now, do you feel like now you're starting to get to like really vet and evaluate the roles that you want. I know in like in the beginning, right? You're like really grinding and you're just auditioning, auditioning, auditioning. Do you feel like now you're getting to kind of like see a lot of great roles come in or and like vet and get get your own little criteria for it? Or are you still just... I mean, I haven't had an audition since my audition for Gemstones, um, which 
like should terrify me, but yeah. I'm sort of chill. I just got married. So um, we're sort of chilling. Um, I'm hoping that bigger, more dynamic roles are coming my way. Um, I've said this in countless interviews, but I sound like a baby who smokes. <laughs> and so I tend to get cast in roles of well-meaning dum-dums. Um, I feel like Jen Stones was literally my first high status character yeah. I've ever played. I'm always like, wait, what's going on? Like, I, just, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. I have no power yeah. to change my destiny. And so um, Jen Stones was definitely my first, like I had the status, which was mm -hmm. very fun to play like a villain. Um, and then Minx, I had this crazy arc that I haven't had to do before. Yeah. Um, because on the, on the page, she could seem like an eye roll of a character. Yeah. And um, Ellen infused it with so much nuance and all the directors allowed me to have like a little bit of improv in there and letting me sort of show a multidimensional character who could have just been a dumb blonde. Yeah. Well, and you did such a nice job unpacking it. Yeah. It's been Thank really you. Nice. Bambi's like uh the favorite character to me in yeah, the, in the show, oh, like it makes it and ties so much together. It's uh, yeah, it's wonderful what you've done with that <laughs> character. It's all, and oh, thanks. Lindy and the righteous gemstones, uh, the villain. And it's so great. The villains were from Texas, you know, and everything's <laughs> bigger in Texas. Like just the whole aspect of it was fantastic. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I'm such a fan of that show. It was like a freaking dream to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I, a show has not made me laugh that hard in a long time. It was, it was hilarious. So kudos to you guys and, and all of that. So yeah. Jess, we love to ask if you could give yourself one piece of advice, your younger self, and we like to say in a text message yeah, you form, text your younger self, yeah. one thing, what would you text yourself? You, you've kind of told us your journey and, you know, studious in high school, you've come up through, you took a, a meandering way to the career, what would you text yourself uh, one piece of advice? Um, what other people's, what other people think of you is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> I that's love a good that. One. Yep, that's a good one. Like, that's really good. Who fucking, who fucking cares? Yes. <laughs> if you sound like a baby smoker. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. love that description. It's really good. Uh, well, last but not least, we play a little game of two truths and a lie, and we like to theme it around how you stay motivated. And you are our first actor that we've had as a guest. So I think your motivation, you know, where does that come from for the next role, the next part, how you stay focused, you know, creatively. Um, so if you can give us two truths and a lie, and Kate and I will try to guess the lie. Okay. Um, every morning I journal. Twice a week, I do Orange Theory fitness mm -hmm. classes. Mm -hmm. Hardcore. I meditate every night for 20 minutes. Ooh, that's hard. I'm going to guess the meditating. Because yeah. I don't know why 20 minutes seems long to me. Because I struggle with <laughs> meditating. I still that <laughs> yeah, long. I know. <laughs> I'm really on that one. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Because I feel like, you know, you, you're probably as like an actor. Got a creative process of journaling. I feel like fits within that. And if you were like a debater and all that in high in college and high school. So I'll go with you. Okay. I, I think I'll, we'll do that. Yeah. I don't journal. Oh, I busted. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't journal. 
I do. I, I use the Peloton meditation app every night to fall asleep. Oh, nice. okay. I've tried yep. Calm, but I haven't tried the Peloton one. So maybe I just need to try a, a new vibe. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm not actually paying as full attention as I should. So I just need to be <laughs> present. And that's yeah. going to be my goal for the next, yeah, I guess, 21 days to make a new practice. I like it. That's good. Um, okay. Meditation and no journaling. Do you yeah. do, uh, do you work out more than just the orange theory twice a week? Do you have a yeah, well, routine? We have a, we have a bike here. Nice. We have a bike here. A, a very fancy gym. I'm not going to name it, um, is moving into our neighborhood. And Ooh. I went to inquire what the cost was and it's going to be 250 a month. I was like, absolutely not. I know. I feel <laughs> like I know exactly outrageous. which gym it is. Um, because I want um, it so bad. I know. Gosh. I want it so bad because the Kiehl's product. I mean, and those <laughs> towels, <laughs> like room. the soaked towels and the, they just like everything's so clean. <laughs> I, 250. I know it's so crazy. And that's like the ones without the pool. Like if they have a pool, we won't name the gym, okay. but if they have a pool, it's like 10 times as much. But you live, like you live in Los Angeles and that 250 Yes, very expensive for fitness. Even in LA, like that's expensive. I feel like there are gyms in Knoxville that cost that much. Which and I'm like, absurd. I always go back to, I'm like, this is Knoxville, Tennessee. We cannot. <laughs> like, it, with this is just, <laughs> not it's, not, it's not even doable. Um, Isn't that where all the gold is? Probably. all have gold bars. Oh, yeah. Then, oh, you, yes. Yeah. She's talking about, like, Knox, like the, the Fort Knox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fort Knox. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, I just there's gold all, in them there, Hills. All y'all just have damn gold in y'all's heels. <laughs> Hell yeah, we're just yeah. dripping with gold, paying for expensive gyms. That's why Dolly Parton lives here. <laughs> also um, the home place of yeah. Mountain Dew. So yeah, Mountain Dew and Dolly Parton. Oh That's what God. we've got going on over here. Well, thank you so much for your time. You've been mm -hmm. extremely generous with us. Um, we've enjoyed every second of it. So yes. And we, it. we can't wait to watch more Minks and... Everything else Everything that you else do next. You do. Yeah. We are very, <laughs> very so excited much. for it. You guys are the best. This week, we talked about the show on Netflix, Principles of Pleasure. And our business-owned spotlight is something that I learned about on that show, which is called Dipsy. Dipsy is a platform that is full of steamy audio stories. I love podcasts. I love audiobooks and I could use a little spice in my life. So I checked it out right away. Um, and it is the perfect platform for women. It's where sexual wellness meets storytelling. Co-founders and best friends Gina Gutierrez and Faye Keegan saw an obvious gap in the story of female sexuality, and they wanted to hear stories they felt like were made for them, their friends, and for all the women who felt like erotica didn't really connect with their lives and expectations. I think we can all say we've been there. And they made it their mission to build a narrative universe that cares about your needs, wants, and fantasies down to the smallest, most intimate detail. They actually have some great voiceover actors, including some people from other Netflix shows, um, like some famous actors doing things and they have some great features. Like you can, you can skip right to the steamy part. It shows you exactly where to go. So if you're short on time, you know what to do. So check it out. Do yourself a favor, download the Dipsy app or check out their website or Instagram.